She's going to be dropping some amazing information today. I'm excited. We were talking. I was like, you know what? Just stop. Let me go live. Because what ends up happening is I get excited in the back room and we get way off and then I'm getting on late and I'll, you know, that goes. So she, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Stacey, I'm going to have you dive in and tell everybody just number one, who you are. And I know we kind of gave a little bit of a hint on what we're going to be talking about today, which is NFTs. And, and a lot of people have heard that term. They've heard EFTs and NFTs and Bitcoin and crypto and all the things, which can be so confusing. Um, I know when I first heard it, I was like, what are all these letters? I don't, I'm so still confused. confused. Yeah. I'll let you kind of dive in and kind of share a little bit about, you know, who you are and what you're doing. Okay, cool. Um, so I do a little bit of everything. Um, <laughs> I'm a film producer. Um, you know, I have some stuff out now um, on all of the streaming services. Um, I'm also an executive producer of Cedric the Entertainer's show, uh, Fan Room Live, where I host as well. So uh, we have celebrities that come on and people, you know, get the chance to talk on Zoom. Um, and it's like a celebrity meet and greet, but it also is recorded and it is streaming live and over in like almost 200 countries, um, on a bunch of different streaming platforms as well. So fan room live and anybody can get tickets for that show. If you go to fanroomlive.com, um, we're in the process of booking some like a list guests. Um, so it'll be exciting. And so if you want to, you know, a ticket and come and join us, even if you just want to watch it and not necessarily talk to any of the celebrities, Again, fanroomlive.com. Um, but I'm also uh, the COO of NFT Drop, which is a new company that we started. Um, me and my two business partners, Gil Arredo and Rod Thompson. Um, if you Google Rod, he's an NFT king, uh, as they described him uh, in the LA Weekly Times, I think it was like two weeks ago. Uh, so he's he's the tech guy and Gil is the business guy. He's the CEO and then my CTO is Rod. Um, and so we have some exciting, you know, we have clients that have been released. It's been released into the public from death row. Um, I, I mean, I, everything that you can imagine from, you know, WWE wrestlers to, uh, cult movie, classic stars and producers and, um, even agencies and, and stuff like that are, are our clients. Um, we're in the process of doing some stuff with crypto jewelry, uh, you know, with the celebrities um, and all that kind of stuff as well. So, yeah, I mean, in my hands, I'm, I am. And then, you know, there's the CBD industry, which I also have my hands in and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm just going, going, going. You know, when COVID happened, um, the film industry stopped and and first of all, it was crypto. Luckily, I had been I had gotten into it through a friend. Um a few years ago, about four or five years ago. And so the crypto is actually what helped me to pay my bills during COVID when I wasn't working in film. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, I had the time. So I'm like, let's start learning more about this, even though I had been learning about it. Um, but then, you know, diving more into all of these different aspects, because I had no idea when I was going to start working again in film. And, you know, I'm a single widowed mom, and I have 
two boys. They're 17 and 15. So I have my responsibilities too. And so it's like, what am I going to do next? And, you know, I'm just, I'm just not the nine to fiver anymore. You know, like I, I'm on all the timer um, yeah. production company. Uh, my business partner and I have is 258 Studios. It's in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, but it's 25-8 because 24-7 just isn't enough time is what we say. So, you know, we're working at 2 a.m. at, you know, 5 a.m. at, you know, 8 o'clock at night and 12 o'clock, you know, during the day. And so it's it's just crazy. So what an introduction, I guess. I, I don't I don't even know how to break it down. But I, I do have my hands in, in a little bit of everything. And people are like, how can you do it? And it's essentially just delegating, you know, I'm passing the ball. Like, okay, yeah. you give me problem all right now let me fix it and hand it off to whoever needs to fix it or you know so the majority of the work that I do is you know I, I'm essentially a producer like I, I'm just people come to me with the issues and then I you know have delegate and deal with the problems so <laughs> well and I think that's what you have to do with any business but I mean especially things that are kind of fast moving and fast paced which it seems mm -hmm. like you're you're you remind me a lot of me because you like stuff that's like like you probably get bored you probably when you did work nine to five you probably got so bored right oh i did i did i was definitely learning about other stuff and and thinking about you know what was next for me because i just it just like i didn't feel right but i knew that when i you know i was young enough and i and at the end of the day i don't care how many degrees like i went to oxford yeah. i went to harvard you know i have master's degrees and all this kind of stuff but it doesn't matter you know at the end of the day like i just want to be happy and you know, my biggest thing is, is my parents taught me that, but they also were the example. They said, you, you can't just like say things. You have to be the example for your children. And, you know, I lost my husband 10 years ago. So, um, you know, I've been the mom and the dad for a decade now. And so my example, if I'm going to tell my kids, you know, work hard and, you know, go towards your passions and, and, you know, focus on the things that are important. Um, I have to do it too. So <laughs> absolutely. Well, and I think it's a big thing. Like you mentioned, you know, several things that you do. And I think it's funny. A lot of people that are like us that have all the, all these different things. Cause I'm, I'm a lot like you that I have a di bunch of different businesses. My hands mm -hmm. are in a lot of pots and, you know, for the longest time, people thought that was crazy. Like, why do you do yes. so many things? Like, why do you do so many things? But now it's, that's a funny thing that's come from COVID. People are now like, Oh, that's why mm -hmm. you do so many things right <laughs> yes because it's like you've got to hi, christina hi <laughs> yeah you have to well and that's the funny thing like um i always thought this was odd that you know you would go see a financial advisor and they'd say well we need to diversify your portfolio i'm like okay yeah. but then everybody thought it was weird to diversify your income but i'm like why is it not like it actually is more important to diversify your income. And we've mm -hmm. seen that in COVID because certain markets completely dropped and other ones yes. just soared during COVID. Mm -hmm. And on a smaller scale, that's always happened, right? It's mm -hmm. always been this, this fluctuation in the market. And we know that as far as investing goes, but mm -hmm. somehow we like separated and didn't realize that it also was happening on the front end as well. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> so you said how, 
so how did you get involved in, in NFT? Because like I said, when I started kind of dabbling mm-hmm. in this stuff, I mean, it's really funny because I actually knew zero. I'm kind of one of those people. I am a research junkie, but only if I get interested in it. So I wasn't quite interested. I was just curious. I was like, yeah, I'll put a hundred bucks up here. I'll see what happens. I'm going to put out. I had no idea. I know I read this something on the company. I was like, that sounds cool. Cool. I'm just going to do it. You know? Yeah. Um, but I had no idea. What is what, like what EFT, NFT, you know, crypto, mm-hmm. Bitcoin. My brain was like blah, 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 on all these. Yep. Things. And there's even more things now. Like I can't even <laughs> keep up. How did you get involved in that world? So um, one of my best friends um, who actually he, he committed suicide uh, during the whole COVID thing because it was depression and, you know, a lot of stuff happening and going on and and not being able, you know, to do a lot of stuff. Um, he um, he started teaching me about this because him and I were very good friends. Um, I don't know if you ever heard about the kids for cash. Uh, I know they did a documentary on it. My cousin actually was the director and and he did this documentary. It's on Netflix and a bunch of streaming services. And it was, uh, I believe up for an Academy award uh, in the documentary series, but it was all based off of um, these judges who were getting kickbacks for putting kids into juvenile detention centers here in Scranton, Pennsylvania um, and in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, right? You know, either way, it's only 20 minutes from, where I'm at right now and where I live, but he was one of those kids. So, you know, he got into a fight when he was like 15 at school. He just stuck up for himself because the kid was being a bully and he was in front of the judge for less than one minute and got sent away for like two and a half years. His father ended up committing suicide because of the whole, you know, ordeal and, and not being able to help him. So anyways, he got out, um, and he got, a little bit of the money. I think it was only like 15 grand or something. Cause you know, it all came out and the judges went to prison and all that other happy stuff. Um, but he took that money and invested it into Bitcoin and the crypto world. Now this, you know, this was probably about 10 years ago or so. Um, and before he was 30, he ended up making, you know, he was just under a million dollars at that point in time. Um, so, but he is a very simple, very simple person. Didn't like money, um, you know, because it always messed things up or made, you know, people come around him because they thought he had like a ton of money and like just the fakeness of all of it. Um, but he also was very intrigued by all of it. And he was very, very good at what he did with investing. So I started off and I'm like, Hey, how about I give you like $300? Cause I figured if I invested that and he could make it grow the way that I had seen him make his stuff grow, then we could take that money and start making more films. Um, and again, this is during COVID. So it's like, I'm trying to you know, take a little bit. And if we can make stuff from that, like we'll go and we can make the documentaries and stuff to help people. And, you know, the things that we like to do and we'll dedicate that money towards, you know, doing good for, for people and and telling their stories. So, um, that was the whole point. And I remember, um, he, I I gave him $300 and in two weeks it was at like $2,500. He was just so good at that. Um, so I, I was automatically intrigued because now I could make money so that we can provide work and, you know, also 
get back to filming because that's what you know when people in this industry this is what we love this is being on set even if it's the 18 hour days like that's the stuff that keep you know we all bitch and complain about it but essentially it keeps our our blood flowing and that's what we love and we just need to have that um so it's like trying to provide a future for all of this kind of stuff especially during covid um but then, so I automatically, I started talking to my friends in the, especially in the music industry, because I had started reading about how they were using NFTs in the music industry. And this was like, you know, maybe two and a half, three years ago. Um, <clears throat> and just going through and talking to everybody that I can that has had their hand in the crypto world in any way, shape or form. Um, so when I was introduced to Rod, our chief technical officer, um, and my, one of the partners, um, he and I, he had already been dabbling in that whole world since like 2009. Um, and so him and I were just like, talk, 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 talk. And then Gil, uh, both him, both Rod and I over the last couple of years of working together have been telling him about NFTs and the crypto world and blockchain and blah, blah, blah. So Gil being the very good businessman that he is, he's like, come on, we're starting a company then because we had all the aspects. And that's the thing that I think that makes us different than a lot of the companies uh, that are doing NFTs, especially in the Hollywood aspect, like we are with our clients all being somebody, you know, in the entertainment world um, is that I'm you know, very well known for my marketing and public relations. I mean, I've worked for every major network over the last, you know, 20 years almost. I'll be almost, I'll be 39. It's like getting close to 40 and scaring the crap out of me. Oh, well, I'm in my 40s, so. <laughs> it's just, this is a little bit that I have left, you know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. I do get it. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, like being, having a background in marketing PR, which I also do as well, you know, it gives you, I guess, a front row seat on seeing how people are absorbing things. And, yes. you know, I, I think like for me, that's how I've ended up hopping into different industries I've hopped in is because I have a passion or interest in something and I see that there's a want and a need for it. And then, you know, I will come in to try to figure out, okay, what part do I have to play? And like you said, delegate, bring in people. Um, that's a huge, huge thing, especially for people that are like us, because there's only 24 hours in a day. I have two hands. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I have was, a bunch of kids. Right? Yeah. You know, and you've yes. got to be a real decent human being because you want to have these connections and people to reach out to and have them know that they can trust you and you can trust them, you know, with their work and whatever. So networking is number one, it, no matter what, you know, before anything, because none of this would have come together as well as it has and as well as it did in such a short period of time if we didn't have all these aspects. I mean, Rod, had he has worked in the entertainment industry, and he's the one who brought the people to death row because he used to work, you know, for death row in the 90s and 2000s. Um, and, I mean, he worked for, you know, Paramount and all the other, you know, big studios, the same that as I have. And so, but that's the thing is our clients are people that we've known and worked with for like two decades, even longer. And they're coming to us because they trust us. I mean, I know Chris, the glove Taylor from death row. Um, he had been searching for about two years to find an NFT company. And after one conversation with us and knowing Rod for so many years and seeing that he's been, you know, good to him as, I mean, they'd been friends and stayed friends. 
Um, I think all of that speaks volumes um, because it's that's the only way you can't buy that kind of stuff because a lot of these people can go to anybody. Like I said, our client, you know, from death row spent almost two years trying to find just the right people to sign with. And he signed with us. Um, and so, you know, it's like I'm very proud of of that aspect of things that we do. My business partners and I all have the connections, but it's because we earned it and we kept it. And Absolutely. you know, because you do networking is not just what can I get from people like you have yep. to genuinely want to be a friend. Tell yep. people Merry Christmas and Happy Birthday. Like it's not that difficult to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like that. And, and it's so it's yep. simple, but it means the world. And there, you know, so. There are people that, you know, I have reached out to just happy birthday. How you doing? I was thinking about you for years. And then now I call them on the phone. What do you need anything right now? Like, I, yeah. you know, because I have, I, it's not that I've ever really wanted anything. It's just, you could be a decent human being, but you never know Absolutely. when you're going to need the janitor or the CEO, like, but you're going to need Absolutely. both. That's well, it. And I think I think that's a good point because I think a lot of people like networking is something that I talk about a lot because it has built everything that I do now, right? Mm -hmm. Like literally every single thing, and even things that I haven't quite started doing. But I have people come to me and pitch things all the time, like, "Hey, do you want to be a part mm -hmm. of this?" Because I've built the relationships, you know. And I think that's right. a big thing to talk about because you know, building those relationships, like you said, it is not a, what can I get from them? It's not, you know, mm -hmm. doing it just because you're going to sit back like this, because, you know, people can smell that, right? They can smell mm -hmm. that from a mile. Everybody in this industry does it. They're all actors. Oh. They're all yeah. actresses. So it's like, I'm going to sell them and not be oh, a yeah. car salesman, but I'm going to sell them. You know, it's yeah. like, just be a decent human being. It's like, don't Definitely. be an asshole is my number one rule. You think it's simple. You think, <laughs> yep. but it said, blows my mind. It's like, there's no reason. There's no reason to be. But then you get these people, you know, that, you know, have grown up and went to high school and were not popular and whatever. And then in their forties, all of a sudden they get a little bit of, you know, something. And then they're just like treating people like terrible. And it's like, doesn't, you know, you let people go for a little while. It's like, okay, enjoy it. But you know, but at some point it's like, no, like it, it you know, all that kind of stuff doesn't matter, but being a jerk, it certainly matters. Like just don't, it's very simple. Other people are going to do it to you, of course, but be the better person. So you could be the example for them to see, okay, it's possible to not be an asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, absolutely. And I mean, and I think that, you know, even if some people try it kind of the wrong way and it works for a minute, it mm -hmm. will come back to bite you in Correct. the ass. It will. When because you need it the most. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah, yeah, I mean, it will. And, 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 you know, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, oh, that's karma. Because mm -hmm. you shouldn't have been an a-hole. You know, so, I mean, I think that's a, that's a big thing to talk about. Because any opportunity that you get given, you know, it's typically because you knew somebody or they knew somebody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that is a huge, huge thing to think about when you're out, just, just living your life and doing your everyday things. Cause just, like you mentioned earlier, you never know that that person that you're speaking to that's waiting tables, you don't know what else they're doing. You don't know mm -hmm. what right. else, who they know. You don't know nothing. And, mm -hmm. you know, you should always have this in your mind that you're just going to be a, a good person no matter what, whether people are looking or whether they're not, because I've known some people that in front of everybody, they were amazing. 
but behind oh, yeah. closed doors, it was exactly. like, uh, yeah. I don't want to be in that same room, you know? And so, you know, it's one of those things that you need to be genuinely a good person all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, that's very important for us to talk about because, you know, without you having the network you did, without people trusting you the way that they did, you know, you wouldn't be in, you'd be able to have this opportunity now to be able to help all these other people, right? Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. And I always try to think about, people you know if an opportunity comes it's like oh i oh this person this is what they always wanted to do so like i'll go to them and say hey here's your chance let's work together i'll try and help you out if you need you know extra help or guidance we can get it for you but here's the opportunity i mean some people turn me down and that's okay too you know because you know it's not it's not up to me it's just i'll bring it to the door and it's your choice if you want to walk through or not but i try to i do try to think about you know other people and and But all of these things, like, you know, I grew up, we weren't like dirt poor, but we didn't have extra money at the end of the month. Um, My dad got hurt. We grew up on a farm, though. Um, And my parents just worked in a factory actually making TV tubes. And now I'm actually making TV. But I remember my dad said to me, I mean, like our town just made it on the map like six years ago or something because the road just got paved. Um, But it's like back there. So nobody like came and, and gave it to me. I had to leave and go and work all around the world. Because that was, and and go to school too around the world. And that was how I got there. Because somebody says, you know, okay, you have the ability to go and do whatever you want. But you have no money to do it. So figure out a different way to do it. Like scholarships, grants, you know, busting my ass waiting tables and being a hostess (laughs) and washing dishes. And, you know, you do whatever you need to. It's resourcefulness, right? Yes. So it's like, that's why I'm constantly always trying to think of, you know, the cool ways and loopholes and, you know, all that kind of stuff, because that's how if, if when you first come in, like it doesn't work out, like sometimes maybe you got to put your snowplow on, you know, and pave the driveway a little bit and figure Uh out just a different way or go around the back. I mean, it's just, you know, always, I'm always trying to think of all these different and unique ways. So that's why the NFT industry really is so cool because I mean, the other thing is, is we have like this bet too, to see who can come up with the dumbest idea <laughs> because it's like the dumbest ideas right now. I just read the other day, they have toilet paper and cemeteries in the metaverse. And I'm like, okay, I knew Walmart and all these yeah. other people were getting yeah. into it. But like, when you're dead, like, why are you spending like thousands of dollars on a non-existent, you know, cemetery, but toilet paper, I'm like, who's buying NFT toilet paper? Like, this is nuts. But I was a little jealous, I guess, because we had come up with the idea of tissues. Yeah. <laughs> the metaverse, and I'm like, damn it, somebody, somebody somebody's ready. Somebody's ready to go the other <laughs> Yes. But I mean, literally, it is it is insane and crazy. But I'm I have to constantly like be on top of things and learning as much as I, I possibly can because every day there's so much that's changing oh, yeah. and being added. But I'm grateful for both my business partners because like I said. They do a lot of different research on their own about, you know, like Gil being the businessman, like he's more into the investing side. And so watching the stock market and then we have those conversations on on the phone with the three of us or Rod will tell us, you know, about like with Gala going into the grayscale um, and becoming, you know, more prominent in the crypto world, especially with Snoop coming out saying with Gala music and being yeah. able to make money on the nodes and all that. So learning that from Rod and then I come and I start telling them that, you know, stuff I know. And so collaboratively, it is like 
you learn so much because we're all constantly on the lookout, you know, for our different areas of, of different things. Um, so I'm just, I'm just so grateful. Like the teamwork, teamwork, character, attitude, all that stuff is so important. And so to see all of us come together, to see all of us still really liking each other, not fighting at all, uh, you know, respecting everything because there's no, no reason not to respect, you know, like there is, we have no egos and any of that kind of stuff because there's no reason to, I mean, like we all literally respect and trust each other. And I, I'm just grateful. It's like the best environment I've been around in a very long time. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I think that, you know, being able to do something that's literally changing every day, especially for people like us, I would like, mm -hmm. like to do new things. I get bored real easy. I yep. love new projects because I like to build it. And then when it's done and it's working, I'm like, well, that's cool. But what can I do now? Because mm -hmm. I don't want to be the one that does it every day. That's just not yeah. my jam. Right. So with something that seems like it's so high paced, like the crypto world, obviously it changes by the second. I, I mean, I'm not involved in it other than I do have, you know, some investments on a bunch of different platforms and, mm -hmm. um, I, I, so I, I dabble. I'm a dabbler. Yes. And I still okay. can't even keep I'm up. a dabbler too. I'm a dabbler yeah. too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's, there's so much. I love listening to, you know, there's a bunch of podcasts out there to talk about it. There's also, um, there's a couple of books. I actually uh, read one. I can't remember who it was by. It was on the metaverse though. And it's mm -hmm. just like, kind of like mind blowing. Right. And it seems mm -hmm. so crazy, like sci-fi, but really we're kind of, living it a little bit right now right we're like yes. you're in pennsylvania i'm in ohio and right. like we're, i mean we're just in the you know we're in the the the, the online world right now so yes. as crazy and sci-fi and futuristic that it sounds like we're already doing it you know we're yes, already we are. On, yeah so it's just kind of one of those things that it's, it's still kind of mind-blowing right because i mean mm -hmm. you know i grew up back in the day where we still had like the rotary phones right you yes know, i do <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're absolutely right. They're they're yeah. doing concerts on the metaverse now. Like I said, Walmart. Um, if yeah. you look, just Google Walmart metaverse, and like they have you know the examples of what it's going to look like to buy wine and to talk to the person, and yeah. and then, I mean it, it's insane. Uh, people are already going to school on the metaverse. Um, I mean even like the guy who bought the house next door to Snoop Dogg on the Sandbox metaverse platform mm -hmm. paid four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. the real estate aspect is also something that, you know, we have our hand in, in different ways. They're more fun ways, like, you know, geared toward the entertainment um, realm. But it's honestly, it's mind blowing. I, I, I have NFT for dummies. I'm a huge believer in for dummies books. So, yeah, I went yeah. to Oxford, Harvard, have a master's degree. <laughs> Still for dummies books. Yeah. I, one day I want to write one. Uh, so I always keep notes when I'm doing new things, just in case the opportunity was to come around one day. I know I Absolutely. could out and get it, but it's like, I want to see, I want to see, because it could be this, it could be this. But I love for dummies books. Um, and then just even like the metaverse uh, and real estate uh, and art, uh, there's a lot of, you know, for dummy-esque, because they only have NFT for dummies. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of so much information and, and it's easy to break down. And once you start just even getting the little piece from this or a little piece from that, like it yeah. all starts to weave together. Um, but it's the future. It's not going away. Like if Apple, Amazon, Walmart, all these, 
Nike, Adidas, Coach, Absolutely. you know, everything have been putting millions of dollars into making this stuff. Yeah. None of it's going away. No, it's not going away. It's definitely yeah. going to stay. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of funny that, you know, you know, like I said, that like to think about this back when I was a kid would have been like, yeah, right? like well. Sort of- <laughs> they actually wrote about the metaverse um, in a book, uh, and it came out in '92 or 1994. Um, mm-hmm. But they there's a lot of articles on it, um, and I think it was called the metaverse. Uh, and so, like all of this stuff has I'll been look that up. Bluetooth, right? That was yeah. patented yeah. in 1997. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even have like the no. phones. We didn't no. nobody even had phones no. yet. They were just starting to. Come I was out. talking to my kids about that one day because I have my nine year old keeps telling me he's like he wants a phone he doesn't have one yet um and i keep going back and forth rather get getting one but my older kids because my oldest daughter she's 23 she didn't get one until she was 13 but mm-hmm. the world has changed so much even in oh, that this you know so my nine-year-old's like well can i have a phone my friends have a phone i'm like i don't know think about it my oldest daughter's like uh you would have never let me and i'm like yeah i was like that you gotta understand that Different. i didn't get a phone until i was like 26. yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> I, know. I, I was in college when yeah. when i got because I mean, other than that, I'd steal my parents because they had like the old Ericsson and the old Nokia ones that everybody oh, yeah. had before we got the Nextels and all that other jazz. Um, I do miss the Nextels though, because the bleep bleep bleep. Yeah, yeah miss there that. Were some good ones. There, there were some good ones. And some of those lasted forever. forever they did forever. because, but you took care of things because yeah, you couldn't get more. You yeah. know, like this yeah. was the big, like my pager. I had a pager. Oh, it was I like my, my 16th pager. birthday. And I had the one where like, where people, if, you know, people called and they did the star one, four, three, it would like yeah. say, I love you on it. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. I had voicemail. I mean, yeah. I paid like $9 a month for that, but <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I was the same way. And I'd pull up to the world phone. I don't know if y'all had world, world phones, put my quarter oh, in, yeah. I could call them. They're like, did you pay to me? You know, there, there was nothing like that feeling. You felt so cool when you got your phone. Hold on, I got a page, you know. Like yeah, that. I know. I got it. And then you're like, where am I going to call people back? Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's yeah. funny how, you know, the world obviously keeps growing and changing. And, you know, I'm here mm-hmm. for the ride. I'm here for it. I think it's, it's yes. pretty cool to kind of, you know, be involved and, you know, see it from this side. And I can't imagine from your end of actually like really being a part of it. So, you know, I wanted to ask you, like, you said that you work with clients. Who is your client? I know you mentioned some celebs and music artists. Like if somebody's yes. out there right now, like I am interested, like who is your, who are your people? Um, honestly, we are, we're taking on who, you know, the majority of the people who come to talk to us. I know right now we have about a two to three month waiting list, uh, mm-hmm. as of right now for, you know, new clients and stuff. Um, the one that I can talk about right now um, is Chris the Glove Taylor from Death Row. Um, we also have Rob West, who is also a former Death Row producer. Um, but as far as the other stuff, I can't yeah, say you can't just say. yet. But it will be coming. Like some of the stuff that we're doing will be coming out in probably the next two to three weeks. And like, I just cannot wait because I like secrets are very hard for me when I'm so excited and like I'm just like God I can't wait to tell you because I just want to tell the world and I just like oh my god um is that PR side right (laughs) yes it's like I I just can't I can't say it I want to so bad but I'll come back on you know once they are all out there (laughs) so are you taking on new clients now so if I mean and is there a certain I hate to say like a level, but is there a certain um, 
pre-qualification they need to have to be onboarded onto the no. company or is it just anybody? It, it's just anybody that has something that, you know, if they have a project idea or art or something like that and you want to, you know, I don't care if you're a celebrity or you're not. Yeah. If you're good at what you do and, you know, me and my business partners feel like it's a good move, then we're going to do it. You know, we awesome. don't, we don't care. Um, but, but like I said, um, just, you got to just take a chance sometimes, but if you have something that's good, um, you know, contact us. I know we're on Instagram, um, at NFT drop LLC, but I, you can reach out to me personally. I'm at Stacy toy S T A C E Y T O Y. Don't forget the E cause otherwise it goes, you know, to, um, other cousins of mine and I don't see it for, you know, six to eight months. If oh, at all. Oh, I think this is for you. <laughs> yes. No, you know, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, um, you know, and like I said, NFT Drop LLC, we have Facebook, Instagram. Um, we'll be releasing, um, you know, a website uh, soon and all of our links to, you know, OpenSea, which we're going to be dropping ones with like Chris the Glove Taylor. Uh, we're, we're finishing up with the artist right now. Um, so that we can then pick a date. So it'd be, you know, as soon as we have this artwork done, it'll be within like probably two weeks um, that we're going to have the drop, the first drop with his NFT. Um, we also have uh, an NFT coming up, which I'm excited about that I can talk about. It's um, the American Sniper Grenade. Like oh, yeah. I remember that scene with like the yeah. boy and then they get shot yeah. and the mom goes, well, um, we have... Uh, we know the the company that uh, made it for the film, and we know that nobody's been you know does replicas or duplicates because he's the only one in the world, the owner um, that has the actual tool to make it. But it, they make it inert, uh, so that you know it's it's fake. But they've agreed to come on board, and so we took some pictures. You know, uh, we're going to be selling the pictures for NFT, like as NFT art for awesome. metaverse or just invest. Um, and then if you buy, uh, the bundle, uh, which is, which would be all the pictures and we're only selling, you know, like uh, a few hundred of these, like maybe up to 500, I think, or 250, I forget what the exact amount is. And you get an actual right replica, which again, these can't be reproduced by anybody in the world and they haven't been. So it's just like that extra little fun, exciting piece, um, you know, and, and then, you know, some of these will come with the ability to print one time, like the, the pictures um, and some, you know, will get unlimited times to print uh, again, each project is different. So you know, it's a process. And so let's, you know, yeah, let's right. follow me. I, I, you know, it could be all a train wreck. Who knows? Yeah. But let's watch and see. We're all doing this together, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's with anything, you know, great, <laughs> great reward. The potential of great reward takes a great risk. That's just how yeah. it is. Yes, you know, yeah. speaking, you mentioned kind of investors and stuff. Do you all have it out where people can invest now? Or is that something that you're going to be um, kind well, of no, that's the, that's the best part about NFTs is, um, you know, there really isn't a lot, I should say, of like startup costs because it's just the artist who, you know, if it's they need a graphic artist to do whatever, you know, that's fine. Getting the, the actual NFT together is just, you know, getting the pictures done or, you know, however it needs to be done. And then it just becomes a digital image. 
Um, and so the only, like, you don't have overhead, like even with these grenades from American Sniper, like we don't, he doesn't have to produce them until they're already bought. So, oh, you know, gotcha. money will be there to pay for See, it. Again, like, even with the crypto jeweler, like a lot of the stuff they, is jewelry, like made as NFTs to wear in the metaverse, but some of them will have like, you know, at some points, like maybe five people, if you want to pay like a hundred grand, then the jeweler will make the real thing in real life. And you can have it in both the metaverse and the real world, you know, or I'm not saying and I'd say we'll people. start seeing that. I say we will start seeing yeah. that. At oh, there's shows. Already oh. Jewelers. Are there? Already so I don't them. even know. Yep. In fact, the one guy is called crypto jeweler. He's on Instagram and, and he's already that. printing that. I'm going to have to go look it up. So yeah. you're blowing my mind. Like I said, I'm a dabbler, <laughs> but I have, I don't even know this part. I just like, what? they're actually oh, making yeah. jewelry already. I mean, well, figure too, like, um, you know, one of the people has that we're working with, um, he's got Russell Buffalino's uh, bedroom suit uh, from The mm -hmm. Irishman and yeah. I Heard You Paint Houses movie. So we're getting that, you know, photo taken and then people could buy the NFT and then upgrade it in their house to have that addition to put the real estate value up. You know, like that's the whole point of, of doing that stuff too. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, people are like, can you break stuff down for me? What's an NFT and what's this and what's this? Can you do it in like five seconds? Or And I'm like, no, it took me like five years just to like get to this point. And I still don't know what I'm talking about with a lot of stuff because I'm just, yeah. I'm all, I'm have to learn a little bit at a time. I mean, I know my, you know, all the basic stuff. Your and, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, it's, there's just so much to it. It's funny well, that the more that I learn about the metaverse, I keep like going back to my kids and they play Roblox, they play Minecraft. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. I keep going back to that. I mean, that's technically already like, that's what they do. Basically, like you just said, you can upgrade and get the bed. Yeah. Like they're constantly like, it's really funny. Um, I didn't even realize it for a hot minute because I hadn't checked my credit card statements, but both my boys, my nine-year-old, my 12-year-old were like charging hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Oh yeah, that happened to me a couple of times. Every month. And I, you know, I, I usually am pretty good about going over my stuff, but it was like, I don't mm -hmm. know, like 90 days. It was over the 90 days, I remember, because I couldn't even do anything about it. But they had been charging hundreds, hundreds of dollars on there with from Minecraft to Roblox because they didn't realize it was real money because it was letting them do it. Mm -hmm. And so they had they had thousands of dollars by the time this is said done with where they had been like oh, building out stuff. And I'm like, well, you all ought to be pretty popular on these games now at this point. Because I don't think anybody is like. <laughs> yeah, better be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny. It just reminds me because that's what they were doing. They were upgrading these mm -hmm. houses, these rooms. I'm buying this bed, this whatever. And that's what it reminds me of when you're saying yes. that, that this is like the grown-up version, right? Like this is yep. the grown-up version of. Yep. Yes, you know, it is. <laughs> and then they just had schools and concerts in there. Yeah. And you can actually do some real things. Yeah. You know, it, it's so funny. It's just, it, it seems so surreal mm -hmm. in some ways, but in other ways, it's like, okay, it actually makes a lot of sense once you mm -hmm. kind of like break it down and start thinking about it. Yes. No, it does. But at the same time, you're just like, real? Like, yeah. what is oh, real life? doing right now right it makes me think of the matrix right like yes. matrix, does anybody else go to the matrix? Go to the matrix. i'm like wait are we already yep. in it are we already in are we really living pretty in much. the metaverse yeah. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah so yeah so anyway no i think this has been super awesome like where you mentioned a couple of uh like places that people can find you where's the best place for them to watch to watch as these new things roll out is that your nft drop 
Yeah, well, NFT Drop will have a lot of the stuff. Um, again, I will too. So if you want to okay. follow me, then you'll get also the, okay. the name and all that stuff for NFT Drop. But I'm very active on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, I have a Twitter and I'm trying to get back to it. So, you know, uh, I, I'm, you know, I got away from it and oh, then with everything now, it's like, it's you need sweet. it, you need it. So you do, you do. So, so well, I'll I, make sure, I'll make sure that all the links are in the show notes when this airs on all the podcasts. And if you're watching this live right now, just make sure that you check back because we'll be putting the links to all of Stacey's stuff that she's got going on. Yes. you know, in, in on the page as well. So, cause it's, it, you're a lot like me. There's a, like, you can't, we can't even sit and like name all these things out. You just need to follow yeah. Stacy. That way you can just keep yes, up with all the things. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been yeah. awesome. Thank you so much for being on here today. And Thank you. I, yeah. And I know you mentioned CBD and I know I want to have you on talking specifically about that. Yes, People who absolutely. follow me know that I'm very much involved in that world. And I'm, I'm not a dabbler. I know lots about the CBD world. So I'm excited to, you know, have you back on to talk specifically about that. Sometime. Absolutely. And if you want to, too, um, if you go to, um, I'll, I'll send you, I'll text you the link, but it's nanosolpro.com. Um, that's the CBD company that I've been working and doing some stuff with. Uh, we currently have a promo code going on for 20% off of everything on the website. If you use fan room 20, because it's going on with fan room live, uh, yeah. since they're one of the sponsors, but I highly recommend the Delta eight gummies because, uh, they're just so much fun. Um, but everything on there too, the other CBD products, they're 0% THC. They're, you know, not even just the little bit, they, they have 0%. So, um, yeah. I'm, you know, I love, and I use all the stuff cause I was just putting it on my neck, like the salve because my mm -hmm. neck, I slept on it wrong and I can't like turn to the right totally, <laughs> but I'm start like, I can already like my neck's already, you know, work and I'm so grateful for it. So it's like, I use all of this stuff myself. The, the face oil is the same. Um, we do stuff with um, like the Real Housewives of Miami's Leah Black. So that face oils, you know, the one that she uses and it's the rejuvenate one. And I, I use that every day too, like, you know, on my chest and it's like, a, oh, I love it. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend all that stuff. But again, in fan room 20 and go to Nanosol Pro, it's N-A-N-O-S-O-L-P-R-O.com and everything on there is 20% off with that all promo right. code. So woo. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. And again, thank you so much for coming on today. And um, Jeff wanted to pop in and say, go Pennsylvania. He also Woo! is from Pennsylvania. Yeah, Jeff. So, yeah, it's awesome. And then also, I do want to mention real quick, you are going to be part of Indie Pods, the Women's Indie Pods United. Mm -hmm. um, some of that's coming up at the end of this month for Women's History Month. It's going to be on March the 26th. And if you haven't got your tickets on hopping, you need to go get those. Jeff, if you're still on here, maybe you can pop the link in the comments. That way people can go there and get your tickets because it's going to be a blast. It's going to be all of us women who are doing some amazing things. We're going to be talking and podcasting and having just a great time. And Stacey, it's always going to be part of that as well. And I'm, I'm That's excited. how I met you. So exactly, we're right? networking. networking, right? Yeah. We're the example. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, we will be back again next Thursday at 2 p.m. 
um, Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Successfully Chaotic. And watch for this show to drop on all of your favorite podcast platforms on this coming Tuesday. We'll have all the links for all of the things, Stacy Toy, in the comments. So thank you so much, Stacy, for being on today. And thanks to all my listeners. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.